ground to cover. So today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel, page 33 in the Hedigim Masechus Kedushin. And we're going to pick up on the bottom of Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis. We're up to Rabbi Yaisi Haglili Hainu Tanakama. Okay? Where, where are we starting? Rabbi Yaisi Haglili Tanakama, which is... Um, one, two, three, four, five lines from the bottom of Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis. Five lines from the bottom. So we're picking up five lines from the bottom again. Where'd he go? Um, now, if you look back at the Brisa, a, a few lines up, the Brisa said, Tanakhama described the Zokain as a person who has Chachma, as a person who has wisdom. And the Tanakhama proved it from... Uh, the Pasuk of Esfali Shivim Ish, Mizikne Yisrael, gathered together the 70 Zikanim, and those 70 Zikanim were wise. Rabbi Yisiaglili says a Zokain is somebody who acquired wisdom. So it seems to be that both Rabbi Yisiaglili and Tanakama agree as to what a Zokain is. It's a wise person. So ask the Gemara, Rabbi Yisiaglili and Tanakama. Rabbi Yisiaglili and Tanakama seem to be of the same opinion. Because the Gemara says, no, Ikabinayu, Ikabinayu, the difference is, Yonik Vachachim, if somebody's young, but wise, that if somebody's young and wise, you don't need to stand up for them. Only if they're literally elderly. He holds that even if somebody's, the, the main thing is the wisdom, more than the age. And therefore, if somebody's young and wise, you will have an obligation to stand up. My time is basically, what's the reason for basically holds that it needs to be elderly as well. He says, if you hold like the Tanaka, I'm sorry, basically holds that even if you're young, you stand up. Even if the guy's young. So he says, um, If you're going to hold like a Tanakama who says that you both need years and wisdom, stand up for the Zakin and give covet. Yeah, and give covet. Putting it together, which means you give covet when there's old age included. Why did it say, Even if, you have somebody who's elderly and not wise, or somebody who's wise and not elderly. Which means, even if somebody's young, but wise, we stand up for them. Tanakama says, Tanakama says, no. The reason why it says, is to let us know that a zokin himself, the elderly person himself, should be in fear of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means, even if other people have an obligation to afford that elderly person covered, his responsibility is to not bother the Eilam and to make it easier, uh, make it easier on them. My father, Sukharn Lebracha, would always say that Rabaran Zatzal, when Rabaran would walk into the yeshiva, he'd run to his seat. He'd run very fast. This way the Eilam wouldn't, uh, he, you know, some, maybe people wouldn't notice and he wouldn't have to be Matriach people. The Tanakama, according to Tanakama, who says that you stand up for Yonik, who's, I'm sorry, who said you stand up for somebody who's elderly and a Chacham. My time, what's his reasoning? He says, you're going to say, basically, this right that you stand up for wisdom and you stand up for elderly, two separate things. If so, it would say you stand up for both, top of today's daf. For the fact that it doesn't say that, we're going to learn out that it is the same one. Okay, period. End of that, uh, end of that conversation, end of that back and forth. Now we're going to discuss what it means to honor somebody who is elderly and honor somebody who is wise. Omar Mar, the Tanah taught us. 
You stand up and give him honor. Kishos extending up doesn't cost a dime. So too, it's referring to an honor that doesn't cost money. The Kimo less Bachsar and Kish says, standing up doesn't cost any money. Yeah, what we said, even if somebody's dealing with, with uh, diamonds, and a Zokin walks by, you got to stand up and you're being from work. What if somebody's earning a lot of money every second of his life, every second of his work day, and if you have to go now and stand up, you can't uh, see some uh, some uh, industries. You need to be sitting down and focus. If you stand up, you're going to take a monetary loss. rather ikish kima We're comparing kima standing up to honoring my hidur shame by bittel. Just like honoring means a type of honor you don't need to leave work. Av kima shame It's referring to standing up that doesn't uh, cause you to leave work. Ikish nami hidur the kima. And they compare honoring to standing up. Okay, but the bottom line is, when I'm honoring an elderly person, I don't need to spend money, nor do I need to, be, nor am I obligated to take a loss of work. from here, the Chum said, Ready for this? If you're a Baal Umnis, if a person's a craftsman, he's not not allowed to stand up when a Tanakamba walks by. At the time that he's being Isaac in work, okay, because you're working for other people. And there's no chiyuv for you to stand up, there's no obligation, and you have no right to do so, because it's going to cause you to work less for your employer. Says the Gemara of Eloi, really? They don't stand up for Tamidacham, Vatnam, we learned in the Mishnah, any craftsman stands up in front of those who would bring Bikurim to Yushalayim, Vishalim, Vishalim, say, hey, how you doing? When people would bring Bikurim, it would be a hole with fanfare, a whole parade. They would say, you guys rock the house, and even you'd stop your work for those bringing the You see, there's a chiv to stop work to honor others. No, this is unique halacha to those who bring the kurim. There you're going to stop work, but not for Look how beautiful, uh, look how beloved it is, a mitzvah that's being done, that's while it's being performed. You stand up in front of a regular person who's performing a mitzvah, but in front of a Taman Chacham who represents Taira, but is not currently performing a mitzvah, there's no chiyav to stand. Which says, maybe there's different. It could be also the reason why you stand for people who are bringing Bikurim is to give them kavod, to give them honor, so that they'll be inspired to do it again. I just want to pause for a minute and mention something interesting that has to do uh, very practical, not only with standing for Tamid Acham, but if you, if you notice, uh, there's, there's times at chasnas, at weddings, by the chuppah, there are many people who stand up when the chasin and kala walk to the chuppah. Um, I don't know if it always was like that. I heard that this is more of a recent, more modern type of thing that happens. Uh, you know, 40, 50 years ago was not common that when you have a, let's say you have a, a young kala in her 20s or so walking to the chuppah, why is everybody standing up? You have a chasm. Why is everybody standing up? So when, when the grandparents walk down the aisle, I get it. But the reason given is that they're on their way to do a mitzvah, like those who bring the Kurim. When somebody's on their way to do a mitzvah, you stand up in their covenant. You stand up in their honor. They say, Ramesha Feinstein, whenever there would be a, a, young, uh, a younger man, a kail guy, who would speak with Timin Chamarev, whenever this younger man would walk by, whoever it was, it wasn't a set person, they had, Timin Chamarev, there's a few minutes, they would ask people to share their Torah. Whoever walked by to go share the Dvar Torah, Moshe stood up for them. 
even when he was elderly, because this person is now on the way to do a mitzvah. A person on the way to do a mitzvah, you accord them covet, you give them honor. I would think you stand in front of a zakin even in a bathroom, and we said you don't. You only have to oblig- you're only obligated to honor them in places where it's it's a bakavadika place. It's an honorable place. Says If let's say you're in the bathhouse or you're in the restroom and and zakin walks in, there's no chiyav to stand up. was in the bathhouse. If Shimba Rabbi walked by, he didn't stand up. Shimba Rabbi said, "Hey, why aren't you standing up?" You and he went, he told his father, He said, I taught him two out of the five parts of Tehillim Vayamad Mipanai. Didn't stand in front of he. So you see that you're allowed to be mocked on other people not giving you honor, even in a bathhouse. Vesu, and furthermore, They were sitting in a bathhouse. didn't stand up in front of him. He was mocked, he got upset about this, he was offended. He also, he told his father, I taught him, uh, we'll call it uh, almost 20% of, of, uh, of um, Sefer Vayikra. And he didn't stand up in front of him. Maybe he just didn't notice you, but he should have stood by. But so far, get the point over here. The, the, the idea over here is, the point we're trying to bring out, is that uh, we see that in a bathhouse, even in a bathhouse, it's a to stand up. Says the Gemara, Taima on the Behem Yashim This is why he didn't stand up because he didn't notice. He was thinking, he was, his mind was occupied. If not for that, you have to stand up. So why don't you stand? Our Mishra says you don't have to stand up for a Zaki in a bathhouse or a place that's not Pakavadik. Over here you see there is a Chiyav. Says the Gemara, like Kasha. See, even in a bathhouse, there were inner rooms. Your mom is in the bath area. Then there was like the changing room, the outer room. In the outer room, there's a chiyav to stand up. In the inner room, there's no chiyav to stand up. It's also logical. You're always permitted to, to be busy and have your mind occupied. In Except for So if the whole excuse was that maybe his mind was preoccupied, we're assuming it was preoccupied with Taira. It was preoccupied with Taira. It must be he was in the outer room. Says the Gemara. No. Doma say. Shiny. Maybe a person who's a who's kind of a um, we'll call it like an eloy, a brilliant person, a person who has, whose mind is uh, constantly occupied, even inside the bathhouse. When you're not supposed to do that, maybe the sultan, you know, kind of gets your your mind on Tyra. So the Gemara is just saying it's the fact that his mind was preoccupied is not a proof that it was in an inner room and an outer room. But the Maiso, we could walk away with the halacha. Then the inner room. One does not have a chiv to stand up for the zakin. In the outer room, one would be responsible and have a mitzvah to stand up for the zakin. I would say that when the zakin walks by, you could close your eyes and pretend like you don't see and that's not a lack of covet. Yeah, he's not going to feel disrespected. The zakin is going to think you're sleeping. Says the Gemara, says the Taira, you can't do that. Says the Gemara, we're dealing with a person who's a Russia. Fascinating, we're calling this guy a Russia. Yeah, what's a Russia? A guy who wants to run away from an run away from a mitzvah. Yeah, so you're you're not fulfilling a mitzvah dairaisa. So why would the Torah need to go ahead and say you can't do that? You can't close your eyes. Hey, you have mitzvah. You go do your mitzvah. Ella, rather yochel yatzemenav. I would think you can close your eyes. Let's say you know there's an elderly person walking by in three minutes. He's not here yet. So you know what you're gonna say? Eh. 
I'm gonna, I plan on going to sleep. Let me put my head down, I'll doze off, and I won't fulfill the mitzvah. Fine, I won't fulfill the mitzvah. But the, the zakeh is not even here yet. You know he's coming, but he's not here. The chimatas man chiyubas, when the, the time of obligation comes, then I'm not going to see him to come Still, you need to stand up in front of him. You stand up in front of a zakeh, you shafir Hashem, the rabbin shalom knows that the reason why you're closing your eyes and putting your head down is because you're trying to get yourself out of a mitzvah. knows a person's thoughts for better and for worse. When a person has a deep yearning and a deep desire to do mitzvahs or shoshana, sincerity, Rabban Shalom knows that. He's a day of machshavis. Rabban Shalom also knows when we want to look good, but we're doing something wrong. Okay. Tana. We learned that Rabbi says, Zuki Mashish Behidr. What's considered a standing that, that's, it, that's called honoring? That means when the zakin comes in four amas of me, six to eight feet, that's when I'm responsible to stand up. I'm Rabbi Abai says, that's not about your Rebbe, who's a regular Talmud Chacham, but he's not your set Rebbe. If you have a Rebbe Movok, which is a Rebbe that you model your life after, and a Rebbe that you follow, Halavai people have a schus to have such a Rebbe, the merit to have such a Rebbe, then once he comes with an eyesight, there's a chiyuv, there's an obligation to stand up. Abayi was a Talmud of Rebbe Yosef. As soon as he would see... Um, the uh, animal, the donkey of Rabbi Yosef, he would immediately stand up. Abai was riding on a chamor, a donkey, and he, they were going on the, him and the donkey were on the, on the Sagia River. Rabbi on the other side of the river, they didn't stand in front of Abai, Amar Abai said to I'm your Rebbe, why aren't you standing up? It's a responsibility of a Rebbe to teach his Talmidim, teach his students, tell them what's right. So he says, why aren't you guys standing up? Amrulay, they said to him, Yeah, we're sorry. They apologized. They said, we didn't notice that Rebbe was here. We were busy learning Tyrant. An elderly person, even though there's an obligation to stand up for him, shouldn't be Matriach shouldn't bother people to stand when, uh, if, if he doesn't need to. Let's say you can walk into a, a, a different door when you go into the room. So, the Zakin himself should fear Hashem and not be, uh, and, and when, when, basically, a person should, it, it's a sensitivity, a person should try to minimize the amount of honor that they're given. A person should try to minimize the amount of honor they're given. Says the Gemara. Um, we have a misaira that if somebody doesn't bother others to give them cover, the the let's say the zakin takes a shorter route to his seat, he'll have a, he'll have a, a long life. makif or makif. Everybody would take, he would walk a little longer. Just to, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, to everyone would take, go on a longer uh, route to get to their seat to not bother others. Somebody passed by him without without a head covering. This guy's in not covering his head. He should have covered it as a sign of respect. It could be because where rabbanon are commonly found, and therefore, when things are common, unfortunately, the reality is that uh, less covered, less honor is given to somebody who you're more familiar with, who you're more, or you're more used to. So. He said he has a tie on him, but he says also we down the cops maybe. 
maybe uh, it lessens the lack of covet that uh, that the lack of covet which was shown. Okay. Means every elderly person doesn't matter whether they're actually wise or not. That you always stand up in front of every elderly person. would stand up in front of elderly Armenians, even if they weren't Jewish. Amari said, these people have so much life experience. The fact that they've been around the block is enough for, for me to be responsible to give them cover. Rabba did not stand in front of them. He wouldn't stand up when they walked by. But he would gesture to them as if he noticed and, and give them a little bit of cover in that way. But he wouldn't stand up. Abai would, would um, offer his hand to help them walk. Rava would send the shliach to help them. Rava would always send one of his, you know, bachrim that were near him to make sure to help these elderly non-Jews. Rav Nachman Mashadi Guzoi. Rav Nachman would send Guzoi. They were more, you know, he was uh, he had a chashva position, so he always had call it uh, police officers or you know whoever it was around him. He would he would uh, send them to help out. Amar, he said, How many Nachman Barabbas would be, there be in the Shuk? And therefore, I can't do it myself because I represent Tyra and it's, it wouldn't be uh, proper for the Tyra to go out of its way, so to speak, to accord them honor. But as a person, I'm responsible to make sure to send others to make sure that, that these, uh, these elderly uh, non-Jews are, are uh, given due honor. Omar of Ivai, Omar of Yanni. Rav Ivai says in the name of Rav Yanni, we now turn to the top of Lamed Gimel Omar Beis. Once in the morning, once in the evening, Okay, what does it mean, Kvayt Shemayim? So we say Shemayn Esrei. Yeah, we stand up for the Rebbein Shalom, Shemayn Esrei, Shachris. Stand up for the Rebbein Shalom by Mincha, twice a day. So you stand up twice a day for your Rebbe as well. Basically, that's a challenging question on this. The Shemana Lazar, I remember nine the Zakin Shlayatria, Heno Zakin should be Machiach, others, Namar Talmud Zakin, Via Reza, Via Amrichachas Ravis Bovad, Amaila Nitra, Hiuva, who. I love Kuliya, a beautiful question. He says, one second. If the responsibility is only to stand up once in the morning and once in the afternoon, evening, why should any Zakin have to go in a roundabout way when he walks into a room? Guess what? You're not really being matriarch people. People send up for you once a day and finito. They're done. That's not called bothersome. Just the opposite. Let them stand up for you once a day. They'll get a mitzvah dairaisa. Beautiful. Why, why are you taking longer routes so people don't need to stand up for you? It must be every time you got to stand up. Says the Gemara. It's, once, it's twice a day, meaning morning and afternoon, but... Still, if you don't need me much you ask somebody to stand up, don't do it. I'm fascinated by this. I don't have a pshat. I mamish would think that if it's once a day, you should take a longer route and let people get a mitzvah dairaisa. Why is it a bother to do a mitzvah? Why is it a bother? Unless you want to say, you're right, it's not a bother on the people, but maybe it's a sensitivity the zakin should have. 
I just, I don't, I don't feel like my brain has absolute clarity in this. I, I, I almost feel like maybe at the point that you become a zakin, you, you should take a longer route if they're going to stand up only once a day. Let people get, like, you're offering people an opportunity to, to get a mitzvah deraisa. But you see from the Gemara, not like that. You see from the Gemara, everybody has their own responsibility. People have a responsibility to stand up when the zakin walks by, and the zakin has a responsibility to minimize the tircha on, uh, on others. Okay. I think and it still needs to sit, but I think that's the mice of the MS. I think that's the mice of the MS. You could say, like, for example, every time somebody hosts me, hosts you, they have a mitzvah of Zorchem. Does that mean you should bother them? Does that mean you should mamish, you know, or, or should you limit it? Limit it, you know, if you're going to handle it yourself, not to be matriach others, you know. Okay, here we go. Amr Blaz Blaz says, Kol Tamil Chacham Shein Namir Befrain Rabbi Netamir Chacham does not stand in front of his Rabbi Nikar Rush called a wicked person Shein Amarach Yomim. He's not going to live long with some Luda Mishkachach. And you'll forget your Torah. Shein Amar Vatoyv Layil Rush of Layarach Yomim. A person who's a Vatoyv, a good person, Vatoyv Layil Rush. Good will not be to a Rush. Vlayarach Yomim. He won't have long days. Ketzel Shein Nani Yomim Befrain Alekim. He won't have long days. He'll be like a shadow. He'll flutter away. Mamish like the. Davening on Rosh Hashanah, Mosov, Nisana Taikev, yeah? Ramamish like a fleeting shadow. He's not going to stand in front of the fear of Hashem. Mayra Zu, any Deomal? What does it mean? Fear, Kishwami, Virisim, like Yacha, Hare Mayra Zu, Kibi. See, fearing is referring to standing up in front of a Zakin. Maybe fear means not lending on Nibris, Umayras, Mishkales, and fear of cheating in business and not using equal weights. It says, Pnei Seba. The face of an elderly person, and we also have milafnei Hashem in front of Hashem. So you see, penei has to do with giving covet as far as standing up. That's the question. Searching for information. What if somebody's son is his rebbe? Does the son stand up in front of his father again? The rebbe goes to his son's shir. The rebbe is learning Torah by his son. So the son's the rebbe. Does the son stand in front of his father? Get up in front of your father, even though he was his father's Rebbe. You stand up for your old man. Says Gemara, no, maybe Rebbe Cheskel, who was the Talmud, he himself was a very hush of a person, and everybody, even Marshmul, stood up in front of him. So maybe, says the Gemara, you only need to stand, if, let's say, the son is the Rebbe, and the father is the Talmud, maybe you only stand up for your... Talmud, if your Talmud is also a big Talmud Chacham. But let's say your father is not a big Talmud Chacham. We don't have a proof that you should stand up for him. So, so what do you say to him? Stand up in front of your father. Sometimes he walks behind me. You should get up in front of him. And don't be worried about my covet. If a person's son is his Rebbe, should the father stand for the son? Before we had a question, should the son stand for the father? Now we want to know, should the father, who's the Talmud, there's an obligation to stand for your Rebbe. The father's the Talmud. Should he stand up for his son? Tashma, come and listen. I can't stand in front of my son, but I'm standing up for my son because he's a member of the house of Nasi. I got to stand up for that royalty. And the reason why I shouldn't stand up for him is because I'm his Rebbe. If he'd be my Rebbe, I would stand in front of him. So you see that if you have a father who's the Talmud, he should stand for his son. 
Says Gemara, no. Hachikamar ani ini kedai lamir b'fnei b'ni b'filu hu rabbi. Even if he was my rebbe, do'an avua. I'm the father. A father does not stand in front of his son. El mishun kvoy beis nasi. Unless it's like the house of a nasi, like Yaakov came and bowed down to Yosef. Right? You have a, a, a malchus. So you bow down to the malchus. You bow down to the nasi. But says the Gemara, Allah Maisa, a father has no obligation whatsoever to stand up for his son, even if his son teaches him there. He probably that's why searching for information. Okay. Now, the question is as follows If your Rebbe walks by and you're sitting down, you have an obligation to stand up. What happens if I'm riding on an animal? When I'm riding an animal, my Rebbe walks by, is that considered like I'm sitting, that gives me a, an obligation to stand up? Or is riding already considered like I'm already standing? Interesting question. Okay? Is it called I'm walking? Whenever I'm walking, I can't stand up. Maybe that's what it means I'm on the animal. Or is it sitting? And then I have a chiv to stand up. Amr Abayi says, Toshma, come and listen. Tommy Yashif Dachzilan, you have somebody who's Tommy who's sitting under a tree, the Torah I made. And you have somebody who's Tahar who's standing under the tree, Tame. The Tahar guy becomes Tame because they're both stationary. Tame, I'm a If you have somebody who's Tame stationary under a tree, Vitar Yashiv, and the Tahar guy is sitting, Tahar, the Tahar guy is going to be Tahar. Okay? So one guy's standing, get ready for this. They're both under the tree, stationary, but the Tame guy's not sitting. He's standing. Then the Tahar guy is still going to be Tahar. Which seems to imply standing under a tree is not called stationary. You kind of get this feeling when people walk into shul and they just stand in the back. You're not in shul. Get in there. Get inside. Don't stand in the back. Get a sitter. Go find a seat. Yeah, go sit down. Make yourself comfortable. It's your house. It's a bay rabbanon. You should be comfortable in shul. You don't stand in the back with your coat on and and your hood on, you're hiding, come inside. If you're standing, you're not necessarily permanent there. You're not, you're not, you're not stelled avek, you're not established. Okay. Then Yashav If the Tommy guy sits down, then a tar Tommy, then the tar guy becomes Tommy. Same thing holds true with a stone that has saras. Now, Vyomar of Nachman bar Koyin. Nachman Koyin says, Hotomeret, what this means to Tommy is, Rachov Kemahalach Tommy. When you're writing, it's as if you are walking. Okay? Shmamino. We learn from Shmamino. Uh, we learn. Uh, we learn from here that if your rebbe walks by while you're riding on an animal, it's viewed as if you were already walking, and there's no chiyuv to stand up. That's another question. Searching for information. Is there a chiyuv to stand in front of a sefer Torah? Mamish. It's so beautiful that we're we're coming across this daf avada. Nothing's a coincidence. Going into the yom neiram, there's going to be many times the aron kodesh is open. Some, but the Sefer Torah is generally not taken out. But the Sefer Torah is open. Is there a chiyav to stand in front of a Sefer Torah? Okay. If you have to stand up in front of one who learns Torah, in front of a Torah itself, certainly you need to stand up. Now, Rashi and the Mepharshim explain, we're dealing with a Sefer Torah that's in motion. It's very important to know. Practically speaking, when the Sefer Torah is ever being moved, if it's outside of the Aron Kaidish, there's a chiyuv to stand up for the Torah. If the Sefer Torah is inside the Aron Kaidish, and the Aron is open, there's no halachic obligation to stand. 
It's a nice thing to show kavod. You look around the shul, generally people stand up when the Torah is being shown and presented. But the chiyuv of kavod, of standing up, is when the Sefer Torah comes out of the Aran, not just when the Aran Kaidesh is open. They were learning, and Shemarabu walked by, become a they stood up in front of him, Amar Luhu, he said to them, first of all, he says, you guys are Tommy the Chamim, and I'm a, I'm a Chavar, you shouldn't be standing up for me, I'm, I'm not any greater than you. You're busy learning Torah. You shouldn't stop learning Torah to give cover to somebody who learns Torah. Give cover to the Torah and keep learning. But, uh, says Gemara, he, he agrees with Rabbi When do we say to stand up in front of your Rebbe? When you're not involved in Limanat Torah. But if you're involved in Limanat Torah, then your Torah comes first, and you don't stop learning your Torah to give cover to your Rebbe. And Layat Le Abaye, Abaye cursed at this. Abaye said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you have a Rebbe who walks by, and you're sitting and learning Torah, Get off your chair, stand up, and show Kavad HaTorah. Why? doesn't give a reason. I'll assume, because if you learn Torah without the proper Kavad for Kavad HaTorah, your whole Torah is lacking. Your whole Torah is lacking. You can't just learn Torah. You have to understand what Torah is. And when your Rebbe walks by, that's what Torah is. And that's greater and more important than sitting by, uh, than, uh, than continuing your Seder. You stand up, Show the cover of Torah. It's not called moving away from Torah itself. And there's where Abai Mamish felt it was a terrible mistake for somebody who uh, of a Talmud who wouldn't who wouldn't stand up for his Rebbe when he was learning Torah. All right. They looked behind Maisha until he came to his tent. Yet Rashi and Chumash quotes this Gemara. What happened was, when Maisha was going to his tent by the uh, Mishkan, so they were, they were looking behind him. They were looking at his neck. Some people said they were looking negatively at Maisha Rabbeinu. Some, and some people explained they were looking positively at Maisha Rabbeinu. Yeah, the, the one who says they look at Maisha negatively, Kedisa, like, we learned, uh, like we learned elsewhere. Okay? Now, Rashi points out on Chumash, also, that they were saying, look at how fat Maisha's neck is. He must be skimming some of the profits off the Mishkan. Everybody gave donations to the Mishkan. Yeah, they say, oh, he's taking 30%. Look how fat his neck is getting. He's getting some good geschmack of food. Yeah? Yeah, there's people like that. No matter what happens, they're always, they're always, you can be involved in the greatest mitzvah in the world. They're always uh, assuming other, that, that whoever's doing the mitzvah has ulterior motives and is a chakran and a ganav. Yeah, they don't trust anybody. Even Maish Rabbeinu. Man the Shvach. The one who says that they, they look behind him in the way of Shvach, Amar Chizkiya, Amri Rechina Breda Rebbevo, Amar Rebbevo, Amar Rebdimi Bab, Demin Chaifa, Chacham Iver, I'm in the front of Dalar Amis. If you have a Chacham walking by, when he comes in on four Amis, you stand up, the Kibbutz Amar Dalar Amis, Yoshev, and once he goes four Amis away, you sit back down. Av Bezdin Iver, if Av Bezdin walks by you, I'm in front of Melayenov. As soon as he comes into eyesight, you stand up, the Kibbutz Amar Dalar Amis, Yoshev, and once he passes four Amis past you, you can already sit down. Nasi Iver, if Nasi passes by you, I'm in front of Melayenov. As soon as he comes to the eyesight, you stand up. And you wait for him to sit down until you sit down. You know what there was positive when they looked behind Maisha? And this is the connection to our Gemara. What it means is, when Maisha was walking, they watched his back because they refused to sit down out of COVID until he sat down. And once he sat down, they, were, they would sit down. 
And that's where this halacha comes from. So some people darshan the shvach again, and others darshan it le genai. Okay. Zokt the Gemara Viter. Any positive commandment that is time bound, men are obligated, women are not obligated. Turn around, the rabbis learned that's why the rabbis say, Mitzah Give me an example of a Mitzah Women are not obligated to any of these mitzvahs. They are considered positive commandments that are time bound. All right? Women's not obligated in Tfilin. Tzitzis, Shoifer, Lulav, Sukkah. Just examples. What's a positive commandment that is not time-bound, that every person, man or woman, is obligated in? Mezuzah. A woman has to have mezuzah on her door. Positive commandment is not time-bound. Micah, the obligation to build a fence around your roof, which in today's day and age means building a railing around elevated places, making sure your home is not a dangerous place for people. Aveda, the obligation to return a lost object. Is a mitzvah say a positive commandment that's not time bound? In the mitzvah of Shluach Since these things don't need to be done at a specific time, so men and women are both, are both obligated. Okay, we're going to hold it here for today. Bezran, tomorrow we will restart with the two dots and this new sugya about mitzvah Mangrama, positive commandments that are time bound. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Agat Yomtev, Agat Yar, Aksiva, Vechasima Toivah.